Hey everyone, welcome to our podcast, Advice on What Not to Do, Season 2 Edition. I'm your host, Daisy. And I'm your other host, Elsa. Thank you for joining us during our late night conversations and reflections on our lives. From epic failures to our biggest achievements, we want to share our experiences and opinions with you. And sometimes the tea. Listen to us each week and don't forget to click follow and subscribe. Okay, it's fine. Welcome back, guys. Hi, so we're back with another episode. Ooh, advice on what not to do. Yes, and we're going to talk about what brought us together <laughs> in <laughs> our friendship. <laughs> it didn't bring us together, but it got us closer. I think it did. Yeah, it got us closer. Yeah, um, we're not going to talk about dating. We're going to talk about what got us back to dating. <laughs> What got us back to the dating world, the dating scene. So today's um, episode is going to talk about separation and specifically the beginning stage of separation. So before we get into the questions, like, can you tell us again, like how, sorry, how long ago you were separated? Yes. So I was married for um, about five years and I've been, well, I got separated, what, like four or five years ago? 2019. Yep, 2019 is when I got separated. Mm-hmm. Five um, years ago. Yeah. Five? Mm-hmm. Dang, that's been a while. And what about you, Daisy? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, I was married for eight years. I got separated um, almost a year ago. Uh, it's been more than a year, actually. Like a year and a month mm-hmm. ago. or even two months because we were you know we were separated but not living apart until a year ago so yeah you guys Uh, were living together but separated for roughly a month right yeah like roughly like a month or two same here i was separated but we still like didn't officially move apart for around a month as well yeah and i mean it's i guess it would be kind of logical because Somebody isn't just going to, like, leave all of a sudden, already have, like, somewhere to go. Well, unless you have it planned out and... Like, I'm leaving this person for yeah. good, yeah. Yeah. But in yeah. our case, it wasn't like that. No. So, we're going to be talking a bit about, um, in this episode, about how we came around to separation. Mm-hmm. The, so, roughly, we're going to talk about um the worries we had before separating the worries I, <laughs> we had after i was thinking i was just thinking like to myself like well i mean technically if i really wanted to leave i could have like the next day like i could have gone anywhere and i mean like, those are things we're, we're mean, gonna cover because same yeah. here like mm-hmm. i could have but... yeah you could have just gone to live with your parents yeah. or like a friend stay with a friend yeah exactly but i mean leaving a marriage is hard mm-hmm. even if it was a marriage you're not happy in it's still hard yeah. Cuz that's like a commitment that you really put your heart and mind and like everything your life into. And I think as we- I don't know if guys feel like this or not, but like as women when we take those vows uh, or also if you're like more, you know, religious, like mm-hmm. we grew up like very like family oriented religious, like we grew up thinking like that was the ultimate goal was marriage and after that there was nothing else like yeah i never wanted to think about getting remarried like that wasn't anything that was ever in my yeah even like when i got married i thought oh if it doesn't work out we'll just get divorced but once i was already married Mm -hmm. like i wasn't thinking about that anymore i never i yeah 
Actually, I thought about divorce maybe like the first year that we were married. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like yeah. before, like when I made that. Yeah. And the first year is like you you really, I think, have a lot of doubts that first the year. The first like, year is the hardest oof. for sure because you're just adjusting and you learn how to sacrifice and really commit. Yeah. Really, and then, really commit. yeah. And after that, it's like it's hard to think about like really, really divorcing and switching your life around that drastically. And I think also something else that makes our stories a little different is that you had two babies you know yeah so i think in that aspect like we'll talk about that as well like the differences in our marriages when it came to kids and no kids yeah and separating so let's go with the first question what's the first question uh what scared us about separating pre-separation so before before deciding to get separated well, before actually getting separated, what scared us about like separating? So what were the to, doubts we had? Do you or... want me to go first? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you wanted to go ahead and answer it <laughs> since I asked the question. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll answer. Okay, I'll give a point. Okay. Um, when it came to like my kids, mm-hmm. I was not wanting to them to grow up without their dad mm-hmm. in the house. That really scared me, like, how it would affect them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also didn't want them to grow up with a stepmom, mm-hmm. like, another woman, like, raising them. Yeah. And I was scared about, you know, what happens when, with, like, all those boyfriends that, you know, hurt their, their you know. Their, their partners, the kids. Because partners. Yeah. you can't. You boyfriends can't, and girlfriends like, or, how or are family you gonna, members. Yeah. How yeah. are you going to trust another man or another woman with your children, like, living And um, another big reason was financial. Mm -hmm. I was like, how am I going to do it when we've been like, he was the one that though the majority of the money. Yeah. Um, So. Because you weren't working. I wasn't working, but I mean, I had my degree. I really wasn't that scared in that aspect. And I had my parents to live with them. So another another way that we could phrase this is like, those were doubts that you had about like reasons why not to separate yeah or why not to leave the marriage because you were scared of like those things affecting your livelihood affecting your children and another one was what if i want to get back with him yeah and like what if i'm making the wrong decision that was a big one for me yeah tell me yours so so for me that a big one for me was and and i knew because the first time that we had the conversation about things changing uh was months before like maybe like half a year before uh we separated and he um he told me like well you don't have to leave like I'll leave I'll look for an apartment and this was like roughly around like my birthday time so like right before summer and all of this and I was like I don't know like we have we have plans you know like we we need to work on it like i there was no nothing in like that crossed my mind that was like i wanted him to leave does that make sense so that's when i thought like i really don't want to separate because i don't want him to leave when i thought about him leaving instead of me leaving does yeah. that make sense that makes sense <laughs> okay <laughs> okay 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 because he just said it so like 
Like, I feel like he was already... He was saying... He exasperated was, with the situation. Oh, for... He was saying, what if I'm the one to separate? Like, to leave? So... The way that the conversation went, yeah, kind of down, was like, okay, we're not happy, something's got to change, something's got to give, like, we're not connecting, we're not communicating, like, all of those points. And then he was like, well, if you're so unhappy, then I'll just leave. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when you have a conversation with your partner, you expect and, like, both of you agree that something is wrong. Yeah. You know? And what scared you? About him leaving? Yeah. Yeah. So, just him leaving. <laughs> like, um, Or what scared you about, like, we say in the question about separating. Yeah, yeah. So, then later, so that, that was what I said. Like, just, what if I want to get back with him? Mm-hmm. That was the thing, right? So, in that moment, I was like, no, I don't want you to leave. So, then I thought to myself, I don't want to be separated because I don't want him to leave. Like, I, I want to be with him. Yeah. So that was, like, the doubt that I was having in the back of my head the whole time. Like, what if I leave, but I know that I still want to be with him? Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I still loved him. And because I think in, in the back of my head, in, or maybe for you, I don't know if it was different, but for me it was, like, I shouldn't be leaving somebody that I love. For me, it was more, I shouldn't. No, I didn't think that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I thought more of <laughs> the wine. <laughs> I was thinking more of I shouldn't be giving up on our marriage. Mm-hmm. We've come this far like as a family, yeah. like as a couple. At the as a family and as a couple. Mm-hmm. And by that point, I guess in 5 years in, it's like there's so many ups and downs that have yeah. that we've already like the downs we already surpassed yeah. and got back up. And I'm just thinking like what if it's this this stage is just another down another rough patch another rough patch that we'll get through same 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 yeah Yeah. and I think I've mentioned this to you before but like um and a lot of stuff that happened between me and my ex like my family wasn't aware of until later when I started vocalizing like all of my problems and stuff um but like years ago probably like five years ago when you were getting separated i was also thinking about getting separated again oh you know like i didn't know that (laughs) (laughs) um so it was like but then it was like okay like another rough patch like i said like that first year it's so hard you think about like Mm -hmm. oh my god i don't think but then everybody's telling you the first year is the hardest right so then you kind of like overcome that and Mm -hmm. then and then you overcome you know other difficulties like money problems like um Mm -hmm. Like, there's just a lot of things that go go into a marriage, right? So yeah. even after the first five years, you're like, oh, my gosh, like, I made it this far. Um, and so for me thinking at year eight, like, like damn, we just have, like, two years left, you know, to, to be, two, like, ten. ten. And and in the back of my head, that was something else. It's like, y si me aguanto otros dos, de pronto ya van a mejorar las cosas. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time you know you think about it but can i actually keep putting up with things if they don't change what i would think is like do i want to live this way and think 25 years have passed yeah and like it still hasn't changed yeah and like now i'm 50 and i still feel equally like miserable with my partner yeah and it's not like i'm saying that i was miserable the entire time Mm -hmm. but those lows are like would be super low yeah 
and I didn't feel like that was natural. And well, I think there was also a lot of differences in like our marriages, you know. Besides, yeah. besides the kids, like we won't we won't get much into that. You know, but yeah, I I I understand that too. Like the the lows being, it. it for for me, it was definitely, like, it It seemed to be a, more of a pattern and more and more of a pattern, like, mm-hmm. that I was, like, I, I can't keep doing this. And it's always the, what they say that the problems you have in the beginning are going to be the problems you have al final. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's so true. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the things, the flaws that they had that, that we see, the characters, that flaws that we saw in the beginning of that person do end up being bigger and bigger as time goes on and i think one of my well i i see that now but like one of the things with getting married so young (laughs) is that you don't really we both got married understand yeah yeah that's another thing yeah we both got married when we were 20 and and now that we're almost 30 (laughs) right we're we're turning 30 this year we're turning 30 this year (laughs) we're literally just saying guys that like our mindset has shifted already another decade another decade you were saying like this is much my whole 20s and i'm like dang we're almost 30 (laughs) (laughs) oh wait what were you saying i forgot (laughs) okay (laughs) anywho (laughs) but that was definitely one of the things that scared me um i think being alone obviously scared me Mm -hmm. from separating because Although I wanted to be alone because I felt so suffocated by, like, my family, by the people around me. You know how my situation was at the time. Um, And I'm an introvert, so there's times where I need to be alone. And my ex understood that very much so. Like, he would give me my alone time. Um, But that was one thing that scared me was, like, not being able to find a partner in the future. Yeah. And still does. Same. Still does because I still talk to my therapist about that. It's interesting because that scared you and you didn't even have kids. Yeah. And in my head, I was like, who's going to want me divorced with two kids? Oh, my gosh. And a baby daddy. You a whole MILF. (laughs) (laughs) But in that time, I'm like. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, you, you think like maybe this is like. I feel like that's also has to do a lot about how we perceived ourselves and our self-worth in our relationship and mm-hmm. for ourselves outside of our relationship. Because outside of my relationship, who am I? Is and anyone going to gonna want me? It's so easy to lose, like, your sense of self. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I still think is that, uh, like, I know that when you're in a marriage, like, son, you're married con tu pareja and like son uno when you're in a marriage you're married (laughs) (laughs) son uno (laughs) but but like how do you keep your individual which should be another episode we talk about yeah how to keep your individuality within a relationship yeah but um i think and i realize now for me personally yeah there's there's a lot to dive into that like how to keep your and we should talk about that in the next episode but i did have fear of being alone but not in the way of on the day to day because i i honestly felt like happier sometimes when mm-hmm. it was just me and my kids yeah but i was more scared of being alone in the social aspects like i'm gonna have to go to parties by myself um i'm like all my friends they're married now most of them 
we're at that time now they're like starting to get separated some of them but <laughs> just me and <laughs> yeah but a lot of them actually oh yeah and, and yeah. yeah but i'm like i'm gonna have to go to these parties and these events and be like the third wheel or yeah yeah and like be the one okay oh no no tengo esposo no tengo pareja you the know single mom single mom mm-hmm. and that's what the fear of loan I had. Oh, and also, like, the hard times with my kids. Mm-hmm. Like, when they get sick. Yeah. But it actually, it's funny. Because now, that's actually the easiest part. You other realize than, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. other than him being the one to, like, go do late night drives to get medicine. Like, it's, it's everything's easier without him. <laughs> <laughs> that's something that you realize also is, like, how much of the relationship was making your life easier versus what you put into the relationship to make it work you know because that's something else that I kept hearing and that I that I was having trouble believing for myself because that fear of not being able to find someone is you know thinking that the other person also made the relationship good which you know maybe when they worked for it they did Mm -hmm. make the relationship good but you also have to remember that like I'm the person that made my relationship so awesome Mm -hmm. like the good parts were they had me in it yeah and and it's hard to like reflect in that aspect but then thinking to to myself like and and I've been working on it a lot because I do have that fear of what if I can't find someone that actually wants me for like the long term later on and you know and it's really that's why it's really really hard for me to let go of like people that i've been talking to or dating or you know like (laughs) i i mean i also have the fear of like was i the one who messed up in my last marriage Mm -hmm. like it wasn't just obviously it wasn't just him but like am i gonna mess up my next one as well no 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 yeah i think about that though even though i know it's not you say like no 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 but no, it's but things I, mean, I it's think not. about. No, no, no. I know what you mean. Like I know, I know how how you can get to that that thought because I've thought about it as well. I mean, you do have to reflect on like things that you did wrong. Like me, like I reflect on the things I did wrong. I realize like I made a mistake here. I made a mistake here. Um, you know, like this is my fault. Like I could have done this. I could have done that differently. But at the end of the day, I mean, that's just part of growing that's true that's part of like you know you learn your lesson you you you're a better person now that and now i see the importance of like being with somebody that really understands you and mm-hmm. wants to understand you yeah and the way that you communicate too yeah because so, we don't all like communicate in the same way what's is there another thing that scared you about separating pre-separation um i mean the fear of being alone uh finances wasn't like it wasn't like a super huge deal, but then I realized like afterwards that you know maybe, and we'll talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it was more important than That'll what I gave it credit question. to. <laughs> but um, I think the big di- the big difference is that we're both ed- like professional. Yeah, did I say profesionales? Yeah, yeah, we're both. We have our degrees. Yeah, we have our degrees. Um, I I will say that at the time that I got separated, I was working on my master's, so. It, I knew that I was going to be missing, like, that support from Mm -hmm. him. Um, So financially for my master's, because I actually asked him about it. I was like, are you going to keep paying for it when I left? And he was like, no, 
you left we're not together anymore and i was like okay i respect that like i respect your decision but he did support me in that aspect um but it wasn't something that i was scared of and then um just like going through like that emotional that emotional support or that like you know that's what i really missed when i was working on like my degree but it was only for like a semester did the whole what are people going to say about me and us like separating scare you not really no and this is coming from us to like we grew up in a very religious like community well i think because at the point that i was at when i decided to separate like i had a lot of support from my mom mm-hmm. and even though and my grandma even though they didn't want us to separate same i had like, a lot of support from my family did that scare you like what were people going to say about you i mean i thought about it, but no not at all yeah because the people that love me the most, I knew were going to apoyar me. Yeah. Yeah, same. I mean, like I said, like before even making the decision, I um, ADHD thing, like I vocalized to a lot of people, like this is what I'm thinking of doing, blah, blah, blah months before. Um, then I talked to him about it. So it was just not, it wasn't something that I thought like people are going to judge me or no. I was just like, whatever. I mean, I've never really thought about opinions of other people like that. And honestly, like, afterwards, people didn't judge, at least me. They oh, actually they congratu- me. They congratulated me. Of course. Because <laughs> nobody liked your ex. <laughs> <laughs> no, in my case, it was different. I think I didn't realize it until much later that, like, somebody kind of brought it to my attention. Because, you know, we went to a church. Mm-hmm. And, you know, church people. Yeah. And then so much later, I was like, oh, shit. Like, these people are making up rumors well, about no, me. Okay, people did. People that didn't know my life did judge me. Yeah. And they would tell me, at church especially, like, why did you guys separate? Y'all had such a beautiful family. Yeah. Or did you guys try this or that? Like, without me asking or saying anything, you know? Oh when gosh. they just found out. Or, like, that's you, almost... marriage Marriage always goes through hard, rough patches. Yeah, you guys yeah, yeah. everybody it. says that, yeah. Yeah. And and I think this is so irritating because it's almost like you judging me for not having a child when you don't know what my physical mm-hmm. condition or my medical condition might be for not having a child. I or... do think society is getting better with that, though. <sighs> but it's the same thing, like, it's, with separation. Is... Like, you, those people didn't know if you were, like, a victim of mm-hmm. abuse, emotional abuse, like, whatever the case might be, verbal abuse, even physical, like, domestic violence, yeah. like who if they don't know your life like that who are they to be saying anything like and that's what irritates me but okay onward <laughs> is there anything else you want to say about any cosas that you were afraid of before separation or should we go on to the next question no no i think that's it okay so the next question is what was the actual scary part or hardest part of separation like after we separated mm-hmm. and i'm not talking about like now this was it años or the un beginning. Año. in the beginning the first like the first couple of months mm-hmm. what was the actual hardest and scariest part of separation yeah so that goes back to what i was saying kind of like finances like mm-hmm. i realized later like i really realized like my uh lifestyle that i was used to like making like having the car that i have like you know just these things that i didn't really 
perceive as being like big expenses and then I and then I was like oh crap like I have to pay this I have to pay this I have to pay this and going from like a two salary where late you know like late lastly he was the one making most of the money there was a point in our relationship where I was making more money than he was making more money like you know our our things shifted um so with him making most the more money and like me having to pay this me having to pay that and then I got a dog and I and then the another super hard thing for me was leaving the dogs oh yeah like you know that like oh my god I want to cry just thinking about it she had to leave the dogs because she was going to move to an apartment where she couldn't have her type of dogs yeah yeah and and that that was the same for me like that was the hardest part after the divorce by far was having to i knew my kids were gonna go visit their dad and i didn't expect to to be so emotional for them mm-hmm. even though they weren't going with him like overnights like that in the beginning but it was so emotional for them to like to like leave me completely yeah and just be with him for a time mm-hmm. at times yeah i mean i i didn't expect it to be that that much um and like the emotional like on my end when he wouldn't want to have them as much or whatever like just feeling so disappointed yeah the disappointment yeah of how they rate that's a big one parenting the and like dis- the parenting styles and- not just the parenting style but the disappointment of how he acted after we separated mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as like a father and as like an ex or you know not ex-husband yet but you know husband still but yeah but like ex-husband because who who the heck is he i mean did, haven't you shared that he uh like se fue con otra? like yeah no i i mean have we no we haven't posted those have we anyways i don't remember <laughs> but like no like i had even though he acted like really bad during the marriage or whatever there's still like certain expectations that you have yeah yeah and the disappointment of like him not again failing mm-hmm. no for me so it was definitely like leaving the dogs and then and then right now i think this is like the second hardest part like selling my house with with my ex like having to go through a whole process of selling the house but we're talking about the first few months oh the first couple of months well yeah so leaving the dogs uh, i mean like i remember there was one time where i called him in those first few months but um and he actually came to my apartment because i was having like a panic attack mm-hmm. and I was like, literally, this is, like, the only person that can, like, talk me down from it. That was, like, the first couple months after you separated? Yeah. So, it was, yeah. it was the loneliness? No, it, like, what? What was hard? Like, what was the hardest part? Of my, having a, having a panic attack? No, of, like, after, the first couple months after separation. The loneliness? Oh, yeah probably the loneliness will cause like the because that's because that's what i did a lot of like what i did on as far as like my yeah self-sabotage phase (laughs) (laughs) we'll call it a phase (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean yeah (laughs) it was a loneliness i think yeah yeah 
definitely um the the loneliness but like in the aspect that you're not used to being it for yourself like you're not like right now I think where I am like I am I'm a lot stronger than I was in that point Mm -hmm. but yeah in those days in those first months like I felt like I needed him it's like you're getting rid of a drug. Like, yeah. you need that person. Like, you need to, for them to be there with you're you. You're grieving. Yeah. You're in shock the first couple months. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, for me, another hard part was also the financials. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I knew it would be hard, but you don't know until... Because, <laughs> I mean, the last time I had been by myself, like... Not completely manteniendo me because my parents would help me too. Mm-hmm. Was like five years prior, and the in economy college. was different. In and college, we were college, like we were, we were students. We that's one thing that I think is so different because we never experienced that like adult life alone. Because mm-hmm. we went straight from like we're in college, like we're still we weren't sheltered because you were living on your own. I was living like I was kind of living with my family still, but like we could still do our own stuff mm-hmm. and have our own like independence, but still be We had bills but not to that like adult point. Not to the adult extents like insurance and payments and loans and yeah, mortgages. Mortgages. Parking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like internet, Wi Fi. Now I have to pay for my Wi Fi. Now I have to pay for the, the light bill and yeah. <laughs> And you can't complain with your spouse about it. Like it's like you just look at it and you're like, look around. I have to pay this. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that I mean, yeah. So we went from you know being college students to all of a sudden being in a relationship. So you you have someone to work it out with. Even though I feel like I was still doing a lot of that, but you still have that support. Like even in my case, that I was mostly the one that was handling like the books buying the houses and doing this and that i still had the support for like you know you know emotional and i'm thinking uh also like a really hard part of the first couple of months was like even though you know you might judge me that he was a crappy person or whatever but like losing like your best friend in a sense the person you talk things out with that makes sense because you're living with them like yeah and you're you're spending your you know pillow talk like Mm -hmm. your nights together like yeah they become your best friend for sure and that that was a really really hard part like just the dia de un dia al otro like losing you're not losing them because they're still there and they might still be like a call away Mm -hmm. if you want it to but you're you know they can't be your best friend anymore yeah it's that's like really hard like it's hard because it's, like the first the first like good thing that happens to you mm-hmm. and you're like i want to call this person and then you're like mm, i can't call them yeah. like like you have to hold it in and you're like oh my gosh like yeah the first good thing the the really hard times yeah when you want to just like get quejarte yeah about anything or anybody mm-hmm. and you can't call your who was your best friend and your husband for that long yeah it's that's a really really hard part yeah it is for sure that's i think and that's when i realized like when i had the panic attack Mm -hmm. and like i called him and i I was surprised that he actually came um because he told me he was like well you can call someone else and i was like you're you're the you're my person though i mean (laughs) like i will i will admit that the first few months after we separated i would still call him in the like ultimate highs and the ultimate lows yeah, because yeah, and 
eventually with time i stopped doing that yeah but um i mean it takes time it's like we're it's like i'm saying like it's literally it will also it's part of it like them being your best friend but you're also you know like detoxing from the relationship detoxing is a good word um next what was your question next question is what was the best part of the separation and we're again we're only talking about the first couple Couple up to three months two months Mm -hmm. after separating which was the best part (laughs) or what were the best parts you go first (laughs) okay um mine was starting to like learn myself again Mm -hmm. like become like learn my identity that was the best part and that free time and energy that i was putting towards our working on our relationship Mm -hmm. i started to learn to put it towards myself Mm -hmm. that was and it was not it was beautiful like you always you always tell me that put your energy into yourself (laughs) yeah i mean i learned in the beginning i was like I would be sad and I would put so much of that energy into feeling like so much resentment mm-hmm. and frustration towards like disappointment yeah. and just sadness and like que ha sido de mi vida. And then once I learned like pretty quickly, like in, after a few, couple of weeks or month, a month or so, that that energy, like I could be to- putting towards like learning my, like finding myself again mm-hmm. or doing things that like I had to go back to five years prior like what did I used to love to do what did I love about myself five years ago yeah because it had been that long and I tried doing those things again and and it was just nice like like loving myself again yeah I get it I think that would yeah that's one of the things that I appreciated too was like learning learning to be who I was and what I liked and what I didn't like. And did I like this because of him or did I like mm-hmm. it because of myself? Yeah. Like, one of the things, like, I was like, no, I like I like going to soccer games. Like, I, I genuinely enjoy this, yeah. you know, like, by myself. You get confused. Like, and not because of him. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, you get confused, like, was it because it made him happy and then it made me happy or no. because I really liked it? Yeah, because I really liked it. <laughs> and then just, like... Oh, for me, it was, like, the relief that, like, no one was judging me. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, in my case, how that felt mm-hmm. with him, like, oh, te vas a tomar una copa de vino. Oh, vas a poner todo tatuaje. Oh, te vas a poner un piercing. Like, no, I can do whatever I want to myself and to my body. And whether you're judging me, thinking it's good or bad or whatever, like, if I feel like it's the best thing for me, I'm going to do it same so for me it it was even though you know i was broke (laughs) afterwards the money that i did have like i could spend it on what i wanted Mm -hmm. like i didn't i didn't have to share and that was really nice so i started you know i would spend it on unas cositas here and there but i started being able to take control of my finances Mm-hmm. And I realized how less stressful it was because I trusted myself and like, and that's a whole other thing, like um, financial like abuse that was going on. Yeah. But I started trusting myself and making my own decisions mm-hmm. and it was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Making decisions for yourself and your own terms. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, and I think like, 
just the small steps like when you realize you can do something on your own that you don't need someone else like it might seem silly but like putting up a curtain by myself Mm -hmm. like before it would have been like oh i need him to do this for me you know and for me it was the opposite it was like (laughs) he wouldn't be helping me with nothing so whenever i started when i was doing the stuff i was already doing afterwards it felt good not to have any kind of resentment (laughs) that i did that i wasn't like waiting on somebody to try to do it first for me yeah yeah um and feeling like i have to it's like no like i'm doing it myself and i'm not mad about anybody i'm not mad about anyone not doing it because i'm doing it (laughs) yeah no i get that too that that would happen to me too like there would be like months and months on end where I would just be tell- asking him to please do the same thing over and over and over again until finally would get done. <laughs> yeah. And they wonder why we're nagging. It's and it's like the nagging. But it's like it bro, was so but, nice not to have to nag yeah, anymore. Yeah. You nobody wants nobody to na- nag. Yeah. No, nobody wants to do that. Like if you w- and también it was like one thing que decían como que usted no me manda. Tú no me mandas, right? I feel like it's that, like, machista, like, Hispanic machista kind of thing that they have, like, internally. That they're, like, just because she tells me that she wants me to turn left, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I mean, I'm the, that way, though. <laughs> you're my, you're, inter- <laughs> that okay, you're just, you're just hot-headed. <laughs> but, oh, another really nice part. Yeah, there was, like, some loneliness at nights, but I really enjoyed sleeping by myself again. <laughs> I don't know about you. But I was like, I had a whole bed to myself. Got used to it. Yeah, <laughs> you get used to it. Yeah, you get used to it. Because I remember one time. I'm like, nobody is guy... next to me putting their like, like heavy ass arm <laughs> on me. <laughs> like snoring. Gro- groping me. Gro- groping, yeah. <laughs> Poking me. <laughs> exactly. I'm just falling asleep when I want to sleep knowing that nobody's going to wake me up. <laughs> No, I remember like that one time that I had that guy, that guy slept over. Well, I mean, I've had friends sleep over, like you've slept over and whatever. But it's not the same like when it's a guy mm-hmm. next to you. Mm-hmm. And this guy was snoring so loud, I could not sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and he told me, I'm going to snore. And I was like, wait, wait, wait for me to fall asleep. <laughs> You're no. like, wait for me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I could not sleep at all that night but um Gross. yeah and then one time another <laughs> rando slept over nah he wasn't a rando but um i had to like i don't know i just didn't feel like comfortable with him so like i had him sleep on the couch and i locked my door to my room like <laughs> just, so he wouldn't come in yes to make sure that he would not come into my room <laughs> That is a red flag. Mm. <laughs> What's another best part? Or were those the best? I I mean, I I just remember being happy, like, on my own in my apartment. Just, like, sitting outside reading, mm-hmm. eating with Bruno. And just, like, yeah, just me and Bruno and trying to, like, take it all in, you know? I mean, I don't know if this this other best part came afterwards, or at that point, I don't remember. But it was like having hope again for like the possibilities of a new life. Of a new life on your own? On my, or, like, or just in general, like a clean slate, like a new life. You know, the possibilities. Yeah. It was, 
I don't remember exactly when, but like having dreams again. Yeah. No, I mean, I feel like that. I feel like that right now because you know, like I'm applying to jobs and and things like that. Yeah. So I feel that. Yeah. Um. Next question, or did you want to add anything? Mm, no, not for now. Did we separate, hoping to get back together or divorce? I separated, hoping to get divorced. Mm-hmm. I separated. I'm going to admit, I didn't separate one time. That was the third time I had separated. Mm-hmm. And every time I separated, well, the first time, I, I think I, I was hoping to fix things. Were yeah, you? I was. I that was, was before you were pregnant with the baby, though. With Sophia. Yeah. The first time it was when Victor was, like, nine months old. Mm-hmm. Um, I separated for, like, kind of like a time out for him to get his stuff together. Mm-hmm. Like, his emotional self together. Mm-hmm. And then... um. Yeah, and that that it worked. He went to therapy. He be like he didn't have the same issue he was having. Wow, it did work. And then the second time it was also like yeah, finito. Didn't happen though. Um, and this last time it was also yeah, finito. I don't remember the second time, do I? The second time is whenever whenever I found out I was pregnant with Sophia. Oh, I thought that was the first. That was no. the second. The first one was when I was Victor was like nine months oh. old. And then, I remember the second time was like you separated and then shortly and we were like we were like relieved we were like okay she's re- finally doing mm-hmm. it and then you found out that you were pregnant and then you got back together and I was like oh well she's got to give it her best shot you know like mm-hmm. I think like as a friend like I was very supportive of like okay you got back together that's fine like you need to be building the family that you want to build by the but. third time, nobody really believed me that we were really done. <laughs> no, we didn't. No, they didn't. Nobody did. Not even everybody. My parents didn't even help me move out like that. Because they were like, what's the point if we're just going to move everything back in? Oh, my god! I was, like, crying stuff. And they would be, like, looking at me like, otra vez. Oh, no. <laughs> but, um, yeah. What, what about you? For us, it was just once. But did you separate hoping to get back together or to yes. ultimately divorce? So for me, I separated hoping for us to get back together. Um, but I say that, but my actions did not say that. And your words didn't either. What do you mean? You didn't tell, did you tell him that you separated for a timeout or to get, you said divorce. Mm-mm, I didn't say divorce. Mm. I didn't. You signed a separation agreement. Yeah, I signed a separation agreement because... um, To prepare for the divorce. No. No, not for the divorce. It was just so that I don't get sued. (laughs) Mm. You know that. They can sue you for that. No. Yeah. Anyways... Um, <laughs> you can listen back to this a few years from now and circle back <laughs> to what you should have said right now. <laughs> no, I didn't. And I told him that twice. I was like, because same thing when he said that he was going to leave. We had said that it was because we needed a break. And when I left, we had said that we needed a break. And then a few months after... When we reconvened and talked about it, he said, if you really wanted a break, you would have gone to stay with your mom. 
Yeah. So he was like, why did you get an apartment? Why did you? And I was like, listen, like, I could have gone to stay with, you know, Elsa. I could have gone to stay with my mom. But, like, I needed a break from everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, it wasn't just you. And I don't think that's something that he ever. I mean, it's not something even I thought of. Me? Me. Yeah. I mean, I just now am thinking about that. Okay. I don't know. So, that was the end of this episode. Yeah. Let us know if you like these type of talks about, like, you know, separation, marriage stuff. Nuestras fallas de la vida. Últimas fallas. (laughs) And um, nuestras fallas más fallidas. Yeah, y'all can listen to us again next week. Have fun. Bye. (laughs) Peace.